service say What's up, Outsiders? You're listening to Outside the Mic. I'm Easton Weimer. And I'm Elsa Meyer. This is a podcast where we banter all things music matters. Oh, yeah. She said things. You almost had it. You almost had it. That's good. That's our intro. She's good. It's okay. First off. We keep going. A southern accent, question mark? Action! What's up, Outsiders? You're listening to Outside the Mic. I'm Easton Weimer. And I'm Elsa Meyer. This is a podcast where we banter all matters music. Well, mostly we do. Oh, pretty good. I huh? think we're out of work, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Man, you guys are you're smooth. You're sexy. I, I don't know. I'm ready to give up my chair. What do you think? It's going to a good... Uh, I warmed it up for you, honey. Here oh, we go. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Outsiders, welcome to Outside the Mic, and we're welcoming our spouses. It's the wife episode. It is the wife episode. Yeehaw! We tried to do this once before, and we decided that we were going to try to prepare a little more. Do you feel more prepared, Jared? No. No? I feel less prepared this time. Girls, you feel prepared? No. Yeah, I'm going to go with absolutely no. That's good. I think that's good. It's all about spontaneity, or as, as Jarrett put it early, early spontaneity. <laughs> Not <laughs> to be mistaken for continuity. Continuity. That would be, we always like to try new words here on Outside the Mic. So we had a few technical difficulties, but we're ready to rock and roll. We're not doing our 6 a.m. broadcast. This Thank is an evening God. broadcast. This yeah, is an evening broadcast. We did have a major storm last night. We did. I think that's what happened. So the... Gremlins are here in the studio. It always happens after a storm. It does. I was trying to tell these guys before we started recording, and nobody believed me. I think it's okay because maybe the gremlins will just hop in here, and they'll uh, they'll actually take over the story at some point. Could be. Anyway, welcome, girls. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you feel confident. You look good, honey. Glad you're I'm here. I'm so nervous. I don't like looking at the mic, and now I don't know what to do. I'm just staring at all of you. Don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> That's good. This you, is just conversation and speculation on life. Yeah, remember some what, musical things. What was our first? We don't even use that anymore. It used to be outside the mic. Conversation. A, yeah. Of a point of view. Yeah. A perspective or something like that. Okay, as long as it's okay. not objectification. We don't we don't do that here. We were taking ourselves way too seriously. We were <laughs> we were. We just like that's gone totally by the wayside. And now we're just a podcast that banters almost all matters music. And as Elsa said, mostly we do. That was well said, honey. Thanks. I thought that rocked it. So we have a fun do you girls know what we're gonna do tonight? No, we have no idea. Uh, I think like trivia or something. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled it a little bit. Okay, I spilled it a little bit. Oh, you spilled the beans. A Wait, little. I just thought trivia, that was the first I didn't trivia give her the question. Answers. There was no. There was no <laughs> she didn't get to see the questions beforehand. None of that jazz. I feel kind of jazzed. I mean, I feel a little bit, you know, like tingly when we were. What was the episode where you said that's we just the white claw? Oh, when we had another, uh, we had our first interview when we had Adam, Adam Anarchy. Anarchy in here. Yeah. yeah. Felt a little tingly because you have that extra tingly. energy in the studio. Yeah. And the dynamic kind of changes. Usually we're just alone at 6 a.m. in here. Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds weird. And my microphone's actually crackling too, so I don't know if that has something to do with the energy that we're experiencing this it's evening. It's the lightning bug. So I was going to do, usually our, our next segment in would be this day in music history, but I think uh, I think you should do it, Easton. Ooh! You should read a few. Pick your favorites. Try idea. to stay away from the, the Beatles and the Elvis, because we get a lot of those. Okay. Yeah, we get way too many Beatles and Elvis and Rolling Stones, so we try to avoid those at all costs. I don't think I've read out loud since fourth grade, but let's see how this goes. Okay. What did you read out loud in fourth grade? History books. Um, James and the Giant Peach. (laughs) Okay, I got one. May 24th, 1975, Earth, Wind & Fire went number one on the U.S. singles chart with Shining Star, the group's first and only U.S. number one. And I have to admit, I have not heard that song. Oh, come on. You'd be a shining star, no matter who you are. Okay, shining yeah. bright to see, but okay. you can do the be. Oh, what a the great Myers song. We know that. Oh, I love that song. That was their only number one? Oh, gosh. It said first M- and only. Must be, because we don't yep, know. Yeah, we don't know. Are you familiar with it, though? You've heard no, it. No, I've never heard that. Huh? Honey, you know that song. I love that song. We'll sing harmonies with me. I'd be a shining star, no matter who know. you are. It's all right. Uh-huh. Hey, she almost did. Mm-hmm. It's okay that we don't know. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're, we're ahead and uh, one to nothing on the trivia. <laughs> no, we're not doing that tonight. <laughs> Go for it, Easton. Okay. May 24th, 2009, Billy Joel was being sued by his former drummer for hundreds of thousands of dollars of unpaid royalties. Liberty DeVito claimed that Joel hadn't paid him proper royalties for 10 years of his work. DeVito was Joel's drummer from 1975 to 2005 when he was abruptly thrown out of the band. He said, people get fired. They get severance or insurance for a certain period of time. I didn't even get a phone call. It was cold. Boy. It's like I was there. Do you remember we talked about that? Billy Joe, his drummer. Oh well, I, well, we. I feel like we talk a lot, a lot of like a lot of a royalty lot of scandals. We yeah, do. <laughs> that was a hard thing to say. No, it was really sad because we watched, we referenced it before. Honey, you'll remember this. We watched that documentary called Hired Guns. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's that. all of the guys that were the studio cats, uh, the guys that went on tour. They're like Billy, amazing. Yeah, they're all absolutely these guys, amazing. all the musicians, all of. The people who work for the artists and play the music. Yeah, these incredibly talented. And Billy Joel had the record company. I don't want to be redundant because we talked about it, but it's okay. This is a fresh episode. But he had this band and they were so close-knit. He had a record label that actually asked him at one point to get a different band. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it because these were his boys. But then something happened with a label. There was some kind of weird financial thing that he started to get paranoid and then he just basically dumped these guys and that would have been one of them what was his Jeez. name do you remember devito did you say or liberty DeVito. liberty devito liberty DeVito. yeah it was kind of sad because they were good friends and then he turned around and sued him i did not know that i learned something every time we do this day in it's history. educational let's do a few more let's do so it. we're looking may 24 2004 madonna kicked off the north american leg of her reinvention world tour by playing three sold-out nights at the Los Angeles Forum. The tour became the top grossing of the year with the ticket sales of nearly $125 million, with over 900,000 fans attending the 60-day tour. As a follower of the Kabbalah, Kabbalah. The cabal. That's it. <laughs> Thank Good you. Job, Elsa. Two for the Myers tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're behind, honey. Let's come on. Madonna didn't play any Friday night gigs as the teaching of the religion forbids it. Okay. Hmm. Right on. 
Dang. Wow. So wait, the tour was named the. No, 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 no. Back up. <laughs> yeah, let's let's recap that real quick. I gotta quick. scroll back up. Hold on. Kabbalah. All I heard was Madonna doesn't go out on Fridays. Kabbalah, the tour is called. Lord, it was, well, re, it was called the Reinvention World Tour. Okay. But the but the religion, okay. or the or the holiday, which is is, is that the, the name of the religion or is that a holiday? It's that a holiday. Yeah. Kabbalah. No, no that's actually that's the, actually a book. No, it's a it's a philo- it's a philosophy. It's yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm getting really heavy. Here so she didn't play on Fridays. I got you. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying that. Very cool. Appreciate that. Let's include some Queen. May twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine. Queen singer Freddie Mercury who died in 91, was honored on a new set of Millennium Stamps issued by the Royal Mail. Mercury, who featured on the 19P stamp, was a keen stamp collector, and his collection was bought by the post office in 1993. Oh, cool. The stamp marked his contribution to the Live Aid charity concert in 1985 and caused controversy by featuring a small portion of Queen's drummer Roger Taylor in the background. UK stamps by tradition only carry pictures of living persons who are members of the royal family. Ooh. Ooh. Very cool. Boy. What a way to honor. Boy. So they got in trouble, though, a little yeah. bit then right. for that. Okay, so Freddie, I didn't know Freddie was a stamp collector. You know. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> Outside the mic. <laughs> you learn it all here, folks, on Outside the Mic. That's right. Absolutely. Okay, so... I guess let's just jump into... That's a it? Bit That's of our it tri- for this day in music history? All the rest okay. was... That, I mean, that was... All the rest was Beatles and Rolling Stones. Well, we love the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, but as we've <laughs> mentioned before, they often whoever it is that writes these has a intimate connection with the Beatles. Elvis, Elvis a lot of Beatles Elvis and Stones. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yep. well, we've got a treat for outsiders tonight, and the girls, even though they might have a little bit of an idea of what we're going to do, they don't know the whole thing. So we had originally thought we would do trivia. Which Elsa said at first she was worried about, but then today, every time I brought something up, she's just been boom, she's been jumping right on it. She's been snapping at those trivia questions. But instead, we're doing origin, mm-hmm. correct? Origin stories of artists. Sure. Yep. And then they're going to see if they can guess. And see if you can guess okay. by the description of their early life going into their career. Okay. If you can guess who the artist is. Sweet. So before we get into it, uh, the girls have their own designated sounds. So Easton's would be an Elsa. And they are going to chime in if they can guess the answer before we're done <laughs> reading our little narrative. Now, just let me th- chime in here. The catch yeah. is they get two guesses. Mm. Okay. And if uh, they can't pass, only need us one. Always get a point. <laughs> but what if they, if they don't get it after two? Wait, two guesses each or two guesses total? Total. Okay. Since they're working together, it's got to be. Oh, total. I forgot. Oh. And okay, if we didn't really need the buzzer. I guess we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna be using our <laughs> we, multiple choice. We didn't need the buzzer. Okay, so maybe if we're the like working together. But th- that way, you guys can okay. we can decipher who buzzed in. That'd be good. We kind of have Absolutely. fun picking the buzzer. That's true. clear as mud, right, girls? You got it. We've got it. Okay. I think you guys are going to rock this. I don't know. Here we go. Yeah. First one up here. Born with the first name Stephanie and also born at the... Boy, she knows it already. Lady Gaga. No! Is it? No, it's not. Oh, (laughs) easy there, quick draw McGraw. (laughs) 
I, I thought you said no, like she got it already. No, no, so. he did. She didn't get it. She I was didn't like, oh, thank it. you. Easy there, quick draw, McGraw. Quick draw, like McGraw. Good I think I only have one. Good one, Jerry. Only right one. Out of the gate. All right. I'm sorry, Elsa. Born with the first name Stephanie, not Lady Gaga. And she was also born at the Good Samaritan Hospital in Phoenix, Arizona. Two parents, Jess and Barbara. Notice I'm not using last names. Our star's grandfather taught her how to sing at the early age of four, where the two would sing duets together. Stephanie met what would later be her band's co-founder and romantic partner, Lindsay, during, um, let's see, her senior year at Menlo Etherton. Ooh, ooh Marty, you can't no, guess. Okay, okay. Menlo, uh, I've lost my place. Menlo Atherton in Atherton, California. Elsa has an answer. <laughs> no, I want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, let's pause. You guys talk about it. Go ahead. Pause. You guys We're can talk. talk about this. So, is that like phoning a friend I'm, sort of thing? I don't know why I thought it had to be a consultation. I'm just wondering. Did you say a year? No year yet. No year really is important just okay. yet. And, okay, so no year. Okay. There were some important names dropped. Okay, there was important names. So I'm just wondering, did this person, Stephanie? She doesn't go by Stephanie. That's not, like not her name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Her stage presence. She could have another perhaps name. Okay. Could have been I'm her blanking birth out right name. now. Okay. Leather and lace. She's saying leather and lace. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. So that I think sounds that's a lot like Stephanie. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Mary Lindsay Buckingham. They later joined in with Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, absolutely. The girls have a point. You when a you point. said Lindsay, I went. I know. Ooh, ooh, that was it. So there you go. Good job. Oh. Very good job. You said Lindsay, and I thought Lohan. So, so full, her full name was <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Stephanie Lynn Nix, or Stevie Lynn, or Stephanie Lynn Stevie Nix. That was so that's cool, because I learned something new, too. I had no idea. Typically, quite often, people do change their name. Right. But I had no idea that was her name originally. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. I get it. So it's nice. I love it when it's derived from their original name. Oops. So, folks, do you know what this is? Yeah, an alarm. Yeah, you know, you know why. <laughs> this is, thanks, thanks, Easton. You win another one. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Here we go. That is actually the alarm that I set on my phone for my little boy to let his chickens back in. Aww. So he lets little his Griffin chickens out. Chicken. We better call Griffin and tell him to put yeah. the chickens in. So. Send, him a te- send Max a text. Wow, so that one went quick. That was good. No, you guys did really great. Quick. Okay, so I have one of them I did has a really kind of detailed long origin story. Go for it, sure. Well... Okay, I'll start with the long one, because then I have a short one after that. Um, This will be interesting. It's hard, obviously, if you're reading something that you research from a wiki thing or whatever, you can't read their name, because that'll give it away. Give it away. Yeah, so uh, this one is going to start in jolly old England. You girls ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay. He was born in Blackpool, Mm. England. Okay, do you know who anybody know where Blackpool is? No, I was gonna ask you, is that in the north or in the south? You know what? I'm gonna check really quick because I'm kinda curious myself. It sounds like a haunted, scary movie. Yeah. From Blackpool. Sounds like a nightmare. Blackpool. Blackpool is a large town and seaside resort on the northwest coast of England. Wow. The town is on the Irish Sea between the Ribble and Wire estuaries. So of course you you're now you're familiar with it, right? You could be like yeah, a National yeah. Geographic there you go. N- narrator for a movie. Back. See, that's almost like cheating. You guys have so much information now. 
that you can probably already yeah, just <laughs> nail We're this guy. Nail this. Yeah. Yeah. So he's born in Blackpool on 21st of April, 1959. Gives you an idea of how old he is, if you can do math. The third of four children, he came from a musical family. His father sang and his mother played the piano. Raised as a Catholic, Catholic, he later became an atheist. Go hmm. figure. Interesting. When he was three years old, his family moved to Horley. Anybody want to know where that is? Horley. <laughs> yeah, is it north or south? Yeah, let's just check. <laughs> this, this is, is fun. North Horley. Is Horley in Ireland? Uh, no, it's in Surrey, England. Mm. So I see. We, we always talk about how we we learn geography on outside the mic. Yeah, vocabulary and geography. So today we're it's learning about hard. Horley is a town in the borough of Regate, or Regat, and Banstead in Surrey, England. So there you go. Flying a lot of names there. You right? girls didn't know you were going to learn all this on outside the mic, did you? So mm. there you go. Where he attended St. Francis Primary School. When he was six, his family moved to Crawley. We're not going to go there anymore. Uh, where he attended St. Francis Junior School. He later attended Notre Dame Middle School from 1970 to 1972. And St. Wilfred's Comprehensive School from 72 to 77. I told you this one's comprehensive. Oh you guys are not writing yeah. this down. Yeah, you better be taking notes. He and his younger sister, Janet, received piano lessons as children. He has said that his sister was a piano prodig- prodigy. So sibling rivalry made him take up guitar because she couldn't get her fingers around the neck. <laughs> His brother Richard, who is 13 years older than he, taught him a few basic chords on guitar. Uh, began taking classical... Ooh. Yes, also... This is amazing can if he's got it. Can we pause yes, this? Yes. Wow. Okay. They're going to so, have a conference already on this. So <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. Totally stab. Okay. Dark Rolling Stones. Okay. Mick Jagger. Okay. Is that your guess? I'm consulting. Oh, okay. We're ta- we're consult with your friend, all right? Because that's that sounds okay. fair. That sounds fair. I mean, I have no idea who this but is. But you know what? 59. I think Mick Jagger's older than 59. No, like, 1959. Right, 1959. Yeah, so he'd, he'd be 60. Born. No, he's too. That would be too. He, Mick Jagger's older. Okay. Okay, let's skip it. We're not answering. Oh, Continue I so on. wanted to hit my buzzer right there. Gosh, <laughs> tell us more about where this person lived. I'm glad that like we talked about it. That was great. Yes. Good job, girls. But we didn't guess, so we still have two. We still have two. Okay, you only have one conference Unlimited left. Pauses. You're allowed two conferences per diatribe. It's, it's, no, that was not predetermined. No, it was not. No one said. No, anything. I'm kidding. You're, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> he said, "I learned a lot." He took a classical guitar lessons from the age of nine. However, I learned a lot, but it got to the point where I was losing the sense of fun. I wished I'd stuck with it. He has said his guitar tutor was horrified by his playing. He gave up formal tuition and began teaching himself to play by ear. He was 13 or 14 when he became more serious about rock music and started playing and learning frenetically. There's our word for tonight on Outside the Mic. Girls, anybody? I Beth? don't have this light. Do you know what clean. frenetically means? No. <laughs> Phonetically is with like great exuberance and very quickly and kind of wildly. So. Oh, look at you! Wow. So there we go. I had to look it up. So. Uh-huh. I, I was thinking maybe like frenemies. Frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been called a frenetic? I haven't, but that no. would be funny. You're a frenetic. So yeah, I had to check that one out. We always learn new words here on Outside the Mic. Up until December 1972, he did not have a guitar of his own and had been borrowing his brother's. So his brother gave him the guitar for Christmas. He said, I'd commandeered it anyway, so whether he was officially giving it to me at Christmas or not, I was going to have it. 
Boy, that should harbor a guess, right? No? No. Okay. No. Harbor. Some greedy person. Yeah. <laughs> I told you this one's long, folks, but hang in there. I don't know if this is going to help or not. But he described Notre Dame Middle School as a very free-thinking establishment, experimental approach, a freedom he claims to have abused. On one occasion, he said that he wore a black velvet dress to school and kept it on all day because the teachers just thought, oh, it's a phase he's going through. He's got some personality crisis. Let's help him through it. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. He said, if you were crafty enough, you could convince the teachers you were special. I did virtually nothing for three years. <laughs> okay, so he was expelled from St. Wilfred's as an undesirable influence after his band Malice, this is one of his early bands, their second live performance shortly before Christmas in 76, which took place at the school, it allegedly caused a riot. So, he has given conflicting accounts of his alleged expulsion, elsewhere saying that he was merely suspended and that it was because he did not get along with the school headmaster. And on another occasion saying he was suspended because his attitude towards religion was considered wrong. Ooh. Why are we learning so much about his school life? Well, you know, like I said, this one is... I don't uh, know, but I feel like I've picked up some, uh, well, some important things. I think things. once you know who he is, you're going to have yes. a... So I'm wondering, let's, so we can have a conversation yes, okay, about ready. it. And I'm I ready. could be wrong. Okay. okay. Did Sting play guitar? Sting. From the police? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be who it is. I'm trying to think of people like in that from that age area. Group. Yeah, that age group. I'm like, it's not Elton John. Because I'm having to count Marty's age and kind of go <laughs> from there. Sorry, honey. He is older than me. Okay, oh so. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so is Sting around 62 years old? What do you think, Beth? Was he born Maybe. in Blackpool? Could be, but was Could he known be. for wearing... Dresses? Yeah, you got the things that are really, yeah. It, this is tough. Was he, was He's he giving us a weird? clue. He's giving us a clue. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, I think so too. Do you think it's Boy George? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Ooh, that's a, you don't know who that is? I think it's Ozzy. Oh, that could be. You're right. I think you're right. Is it? You should say. Buster Buster. Ozzy. <laughs> Wrong. Okay. I'm so sorry, girls. Um, I meant to say Aussie Bear. Should I say? Do you want? Do you want to keep reading? Should, what do you think? Do you you only get one more. We're just talking. Try so. What about Boy George? Okay. Do you remember Culture do Club? Do I remember Boy George? Yeah, that song. I Boy George, Club. I don't. Do you know? Do I know? I, I have know. a good I idea. The band is, yes. Culture oh. Club, right? Yeah, he sang. Um, it's do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Yeah. Good job, you guys. Wow. Yeah, thanks. There you go. Is that your guess? Okay, do you think that it's... Because you're like saying, I don't want to hear this story anymore. I feel anymore. like Jared didn't have a <laughs> yeah, pause. Like, you lose nothing by listening a little longer. Okay, yeah. all right. It's, it's not that much more, but if you did want to guess that. I just thought this was kind of entertaining to learn about... When you read it and you know who it is, yeah, it makes it's, sense. It's different. Yeah, so it's a schoolboy. It's a schoolboy so far, yeah, who likes to mess with his teachers and his school. He was kind of a rebel, eh? <laughs> Sounds like he was a bit of a rebel. Is that a hint? Mm. Yeah, yeah, take class guitar lessons. Da -da. No. Is it the guy from Coldplay? No, it's not. not. But I won't buzz you on that one. So. No, I'm keeping. We're just having a discussion. Okay. I keep thinking yeah. Rod Stewart, maybe. I don't know, but. 
Okay, listen a little bit more. I'm not sure this will be helpful, but it's entertaining. Okay. His first band when he was 14 consisted of himself, his brother Richard, their younger sister Janet, who he said was a prodigy on a piano, and some of Richard's friends, who was his brother. Sounds like Diary of a Wimpy Kid or something. He <laughs> remarked it was called the Crawley Goat Band. Brilliant. However, while the Crawley Goat Band may have been... Ooh, I almost... Oh my gosh, that was close. I, did, I had his name there. His first regular so, group. He would have been just 13 when his Notre Dame schoolmates gave their first one-off performance together as the Obelisk, so that they have a new name, an early incarnation of what would eventually become... Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, there we go. During the latter part of 1972, they were known simply as The Group because it was the only one at school, so we didn't need a name. Another name they toyed with was The Bratz Club. Okay. Okay, with the Z? The Bratz, the B, B are like the Bratz were Bratz. So this was. This is a good clue. He said that the group eventually became. not paying attention to us. <laughs> what? No, I heard that. Uh, Which is good. <laughs> okay, uh, I love paying attention to you girls right now. This is great. <laughs> Especially your reaction. He's so into his story. He's like just so focused. The problem okay. is, well, it's hard. I thought I knew it. who it was, and now after now you know. That, now I feel like I yeah, don't. Yeah, after you said, okay. oh, I shouldn't say it. Here is the thing. He he gave the band a moniker. He said they were sort of a sub metal punk group by 1977. So, okay. this was a part that's interesting that I thought this is pretty much it. It wraps it up. So, when we started, we were playing in pubs. I wasn't the singer. I was the drunk rhythm guitarist who wrote all these weird songs. We went through about five different singers. They were effing useless, basically. I always ended up thinking I could do better than this. I mean, I hated my voice, but I didn't hate it more than I hated everyone else's voice. So I thought, if I can get away with that, I can be the singer. I worked on that basis ever since. So, I'm sorry, there's not a lot of meat, but it's little subtle stuff here and there. Is Is it Steven Tyler? No, it is not. I'm, so sorry. I'm not even sure, to be honest, and I, because this was, I was thinking more about Elsa. Uh-huh. I'm not sure how familiar Easton would be, but this is definitely somebody that Elsa likes. Are you going to give her a okay, last chance? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah extra, extra point for Elsa. Extra guess. The pressure is on. I just keep focusing on the age. Can you, can you, we went throw, into can you throw a little hint? Can you give a little... You know, I should look at like, now the name I'm of an album lost. or something, and then that might help. Um, let me take a look here. And you know what? I would think that you've actually seen them live before. There's a good chance that you've seen them live. Mm. Uh, they are still a band. They're English still a rock band, band from so Crawley. This, this person. Oh, so I'm I'm naming the band. Not no, a person. it's the main guy from the band. But you're very oh. familiar with the band. I think. So he's not dead. No, he's not. He's quite well. I'm going to name a couple songs and then you're going to get it. Okay. Thanks for the clues. Yeah. Let's see. uh, How about one song I could tell you'll get it in a heartbeat. How about Close to Me? The Love Cats. Let's go to bed. (gasps) Oh. Just like heaven. Oh. I I know. Friday, I'm in love. I know. I know who it is. I already know. I already knew you shouldn't have even gone. Okay. Um. It's the cure. Robert, yes, Robert you Smith. are correct. Yeah. Yes, very good. The cure, Friday, Robert. I'm in love. love. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what? Good job, honey. Thanks. Da, 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 da. I what did a... go to this. I did see him, and I did go to his 
concert nice. at the Hollywood Palladium. Bad and I was up. still in high school. And it's kind of a fun story because I remember I went with my brother Jesse and and our friend um, Beth and Vince Little and we were in high school. And When I lived was, in L.A., I lived right next to the Palladium. Yeah. That's cool. I even remember what I wore still to this day to What'd this concert. What did you wear? I had these really cute, I forgot what they call them now, but they were really cute kind of like these tie-dyed pinstripe pants that were like those cigarette-like pants wow. with little combat boots and my big kind of orange sweater. And nice. Dang. And my little... That'd be in today, I think. 80s yeah, for bob. sure. I wish you had some pictures of that. We'd post it on this episode post. Do you that, have a that would be classic, so... I don't know. I'll ask Jesse. Friday, I'm in love. Yeah. I actually saw the cure as well. Nice. And the interesting thing was it was at the Coliseum. I went with my friend Stephen... Gwyn, you remember mm-hmm. him as well. The sound, though, they were great, but the sound was horrible. Really? Yeah, it was a, such a big stadium, and it was just echoing throughout the whole thing. That's so. kind of what I thought about Journey when I went and saw them, but I was I was the last row you could possibly, and all yeah. I could hear was just that. So, ah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that can that can make the experience not quite as memorable. Um, in fact, I forgot I saw them until you just mentioned that now. So, all right, okay. there we go. I think I, it's I interesting. I have a question on the points. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> points. <laughs> okay, let's talk points here. There's no prize. So, we could give do you a half actually, a point on that. I was wondering, yeah. So we'll take half a point. So all right. Thanks. That's really nice. You get a half a point for that. Yeah, absolutely. I found it interesting reading it. It's like with anything we discuss, when you find out more about a person that you've already got sort of an image in your head and then you picture oh, yeah. him being kind of a rebel in school and it's like, oh, now I kind of get why where Robert yeah. Smith is coming from. So, sure enough. All right. Yeah. Jay Ray. All right. So, take it away. I was going to give a little disclaimer, but I'm not going to do it. I Born like disclaimers. in November 23rd, 2002. And given the first name, Destiny. Oh, come on. Don't tell me you know it all. Quick draw. 2002. Yep. So that... Um, well, that was Miley Cyrus's name. But Dude, she's, she got oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> but Miley Cyrus is older than I am. Oh, I'm sorry. 92. Did I say 2002? Yeah, 92. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, back up. Not 2002. That's yeah. 1992. Another loser. <laughs> That good catch, quick. good catch. I'd hear more about Miley Cyrus. Do you want to just, okay, I'll just, because I did put this little thing <laughs> together. It's fine. About my, I would too. In the southern state that looks like a frying pan, Tennessee. Mm. That's where she was born. Yeah. Her parents are Leticia or Tish and her father who goes by, I was just going to say Billy. Billy. Billy, Billy Ray. Ray Cyrus. In 2006, Destiny auditioned for Disney Channel television show. She auditioned for... The lead role's best friend, but was later called back to audition for the lead role. That would be Hannah Montana. Oh, I forgot. The star has since been recognized as a different stage name, because Miley's not her real name, and transitioned from a country music singer to the pop queen we, sh- we know her as today. Do you want to know where Miley came from? Oh, are you going to give more? Yeah. Are you a big the Miley womb? fan? I didn't know you were no, a Miley fan. I just, because I thought if I did Taylor yeah. Swift, you would easily Well, do I it. was the perfect um, age demographic for the whole Hannah Montana showboat. So definitely I was a Miley Cyrus fan. But um, I guess when she was a kid, they called her Smiley and she just said Miley. So that's what they ended up calling her. And when she auditioned for Hannah Montana, the lead character's name was Zoe. Oh. And uh, 
they changed it because they just thought Miley was cute. I don't know. So wait, well, well, her original oh, name was fun. what again? Destiny. Destiny. Destiny wow, Hope. She went from that to Smiley to Miley. Yeah, and we share a middle name. Hope. That's right. That is your middle name. Destiny Hope Cyrus. Whoa. Yeah, we're so Easton connected. Easton Hope Tolls. <laughs> that is psychedelic. You could be like yeah, Easton Wyoming. Ooh. I think I, I think I was too easy on mine. I think I you were. To, give things, to kind of give it away a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Dang, I'm just I, really good at trivia. I wish. I yeah. Was. <laughs> that's, that's really. <laughs> you what are pretty good at trivia. You rocked it. You've been quick draw. That was like super fast. <laughs> Hit that buzzer again. Excuse me, please. Beep. I. You know what's funny is I forgot all about, which she probably would appreciate that you actually forget about Hannah Montana. Mm. Probably. She, yeah, yeah, her career took off so much you kind of just like thought that was somebody different. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she wanted you to think. Yeah, exactly. With the wig. Did you, was Isabel ever into Hannah Montana? Just for a really short, short period. Right. And was that I, a could, I could see her being more into like Miley Cyrus's more serious stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. Some of that ball. was pretty good. I don't know about that one. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was All it right. for me. Now I got my shorty. This this one I won't be bantering on quite as long about. Um, hey, I liked it. It's fine. Yeah, that was. I thought that was interesting actually. But this one, I'll do it. Like I'm, like remember that show? This is your life. No. These guys don't. Do you ever remember that? Do you ever hear about that? <laughs> These guys, what's youngins? These <laughs> youngins, young whippersnappers. Yeah, we're not on video, fortunately, because this is on my headphone here. You look but, like, uh, a, like a, a historian. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, I look that. like one of those eccentric old dudes that sits at the <laughs> library and reads books or something like that. But uh, no, in in this is your life, I believe it was called. Was um, it like a game show? Uh, it was something like that, and they would come out and they would say they would describe this person, and then they would bring people from their past oh, into. Oh yeah, yeah. It was called. What did I say it was called? This is your life. This is your life. Okay. Anyway, I'm going in from nice. the angle of I'm this girl. So here we go. I was born in Cleveland. No, I better not do it that because my <laughs> accent will not help you at all with this. But born in Cleveland, Ohio, I was deserted by my father. Me and my sister were raised by my mother, Hazel. She was quite, she was a quiet child. I was a quiet child. <laughs> better not do that. Okay, my mom no, was a quiet third child. Person here. here we go. My yeah. mom was so quiet. I'm not going to do it from the, uh, you know, singular perspective there or whatever it is. So anyway, she was a quiet child liked to be by herself it was her mother who recognized her love of music buying her a ukulele when she was just three years old but this love wasn't fully realized until she was around eight years old and so it was said with the stuff that i read that she actually started writing songs at eight years old oh wow she was captivated this is the part that's ooh. i think this time Sidebar conversation. Okay. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. I think this time it is Taylor Swift. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. That's our answer. Okay. Really? Well, he's he's getting the butt. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you feel it a little bit? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. This is the part that threw me because later on you go, really? She was captivated by a country music television show, Hee Haw. (laughs) <laughs> which led her to ask her mother for a guitar. The instrument, and it said prior to that, she was given a ukulele, ukulele, which is how they're pronounced, when she was three. The instrument harmonized with her soul. From the minute she received it, she has been writing her own songs, expressing her emotions through lyrics and chords. Okay, so 
Ooh, we've got, we perhaps have a phone a friend right here in the studio. Yeah. Okay. Beth just whispered something to us. And, and but, I read her lips. Yeah. But, but I didn't think that she was from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, yeah, she doesn't not. seem like a Cleveland kind no. of girl. No. But I was also thinking yeah, maybe Joni. Can you give her a little Oh, I, Joni Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. She's a songwriter. Marty, can you give yeah. anything without well, giving Carol, it away? Well, and I'm like, Carol King is... Uh, okay, hold on. We're not... Uh, you haven't given uh, us a year, right? Correct? I've not given you a year. Of, of what? Any a year. year of, Any year. Of, of a year oh, of when reference. she was born. Mm. I did not. No, it didn't say. Well, you know what? I can probably tell you. Can I look at it? I will give you that as a. Do you know who it is, Jerry? I think I know who it is. <gasps> oh, you do, do you? Well. Okay, she was born in on March 30th, 1964. Okay, so she is 57 years old. Yep. Right now, what what kind of style of music did she start playing? So it's not she got well known. country it's or fifty. She emerged on the scene in about nineteen eighty seven or eighty eight. No, older. she's older. I know. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Oh, talk. is yeah. it? Maybe it's like I'm not sure you do. Uh, that's really interesting. Ooh, Cindy Lauper. What about Cheryl Crow? <laughs> We've got a lot of discussion going on this one. It's just I love any it. woman. She could be. She could be that age. Range, Cheryl Crow. No, but you know what's funny? That was one of my multiple choice options. Oh. So, wow! Yeah. Oh, you should gosh. do the multiple choice just for fun. We don't get a point. Choice. Yeah. Um, well, we can I'm give like, you a multiple yeah. choice if you'd like. Well, Actually, before you do another already, guess, when we, we get already... to the end. What was that? At the end, we can give you another <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go to the quicker version here now, too. One thing I discovered, which I thought was fascinating. First of all, that she wrote a song when she was eight years old. Yeah. She's extremely intelligent. I did. I knew she was smart from her songwriting, but she actually had a degree in anthropology. Uh, she was, um, yeah, like, as I said, inspired by Hee Haw, which I found very interesting. She dealt with a lot of... Uh, her school where she grew up was very kind of hardcore. We'll say that. I don't want to, if I gave you something about that, okay, you're going to know more uh, about what I'm talking about. She read a lot of poetry. So what you're saying is hee-haw doesn't represent her exactly. that's kind music of a, well. Yeah, that's sort of like okay. juxtaposed so she, in a way. Juxtaposed, so she wouldn't necessarily play country music. Okay, can no. we have a conference? Yeah, that's, hee-haw yes. is a Come on, ladies, let's a have a conference. One. Yeah, it'll okay. throw you on that one, so... I'm just like shooting in the dark here. Could it be Madonna? No, no Madonna. No. <laughs> I'm loving this right now. No, in the dark. no, no. She's got. She's she would have be... came onto the scene like late '80s, almost was... early '90s. Yeah. I'll tell you why it's not Madonna. She has an extremely private life, and she keeps that private. Uh, she's a Grammy winner. She's had about six albums, which is more than I thought that she wow, had. Yeah. Yeah. Elsa loves her. Absolutely loves her. The pressure. Yeah, I totally know who I this is. No Do we, I, I, I can't know. wait. I have you. no idea who this is. Raised a Baptist. Oh, no. mm. She had a Bachelor of Arts degree in Anthropology and African Studies. Okay. I I I was kind of I'm thinking. Can we if I start, I'll start like humming one song. So, yeah, I was gonna say, can we yeah. get a song title or something? 
If I, okay. give it away if I no, give no, no, you no, the no, song no, no, title of her first clue. hit song. Give us another clue because I feel like it's I'm right there. I don't know. The, cl- the clues are more about stuff that I had no idea and that might not be that helpful. She was first signed to Electra. <gasps> I know records, who it is but... now. Okay. Now I know who it is. Okay. Tracy Chapman. You nailed it. Yes, it is Tracy I Chapman. I love Tracy Chapman. You do. Good job. The only reason Tracy I knew Chapman. is because earlier you told me Elsa loves Tracy Chapman. So oh, yes. Like, oh, okay. Do you know okay. Tracy Chapman? Yeah, I know one Tracy Chapman song. Did you play it? Tracy? Yeah. yeah. Which one did you cover? That one. You did. Fast you did Fast Car. Very mm-hmm. cool. Sing a little Very bit Very cool. No way. Come on. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Easton. Driving, driving in your car. It's Very good. I love it. So I, I had no idea that she had a total of six albums, actually. No. Her last release was in 2008. She's won multiple Grammys. Her stuff is always in movies, too. Uh, to yeah. Me, Fast Car yeah. is like a movie song. Seems or even like the other really. one. I would like to know another song, though. She played a, uh, another one was um, give me one give, reason. Give to me stay one reason. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That was one of her huge songs, which is basically just kind of a blues song. Really. And I think it's Very a cover, good. right? No, she wrote that. Did she write that? Yeah. What am I thinking yeah. of? There's another song. That's she won a 97 Grammy for best rock song with that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, give me okay. one reason. So. I'll have to look in more to her discography. I'm, it makes me cool. want to listen to more because mm-hmm. I thought she took such a big hiatus or something, mm-hmm. but she was actually fairly productive uh, year after year except from 2008 till now she's kind of been off the scene but very there's not a lot about her she's really quiet she doesn't uh say a lot about her private life so yeah we got to listen to some more tracy chapman maybe i love tracy chapman sure yeah she's pretty cool there you go so i can't remember the cd name that i love so much but there was another really, really cool song. There was Tracy Chapman, her original one. There was Crossroads. There was Matters of the Heart, New Beginning mm-hmm. in 95, New Telling Beginnings. Stories, 2000, mm-hmm. yeah, Let It Rain, 2002, Where You Live, 2005, and Our Bright Future, 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 <laughs> Bright in 2008. Future. A lot of, wow. lot of songs. He's yeah. written a lot of songs. That's so. crazy. Yeah. There you go, Outsiders. You can take a listen to uh, Miley and Tracy and Robert and Stevie and Stevie. <laughs> And Beeper McBeeperson oh. over here. Quick Beeper McBeeperson. <laughs> that has been I the, like that. Or this has been the wife episode here on Outside the Mic. Okay, this is the point in the show, ladies, where we plug our website and mm. podcast platform. So Unless you girls have any final bit. final statements or, uh, you know. It was great to be it, here with you guys. This um, was fun. What a yeah. pleasure. It's been really great. Uh, this was filmed in front of a live studio audience. A live studio mm-hmm. audience. Audi- 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Audi- Audi- and of course, these girls have listened to every one of our podcasts for yes, sure. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> this was we fun. We love outside the mic. Yeah. They're out, outsider outspousers. So here we yeah, go. Yeah. So everyone, just share it with your friends. Suggest mm-hmm. a great podcast. Yeah, Thank you. This one. Thank you. Check this us out one. at all podcast streaming platforms and at outsidethemike.com. Or any. Well, subscribe. That's the, the main mic. thing, right? We need people like to subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Just show mic. overall love, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Easton's taking us out the with mic. the theme. 
outside the mic. Take care, y'all. Bye, everyone.